Slightly Above Average Gamers, Way Above Average Podcast. Welcome to the Slightly Above Average Gaming Podcast with your hosts, J007TV and Sub1KD. Well, what a wonderful start to our episode two. We uh, we are back, Jay and Sub1. Jay, how was your week? Uh, how was your week in gaming? Uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I played a, uh, a lot of Resurgence, which I don't usually do uh, i prefer to play the big map but uh i'll get into uh why that is here a little bit later into uh <laughs> into the broadcast but welcome everybody yeah. i appreciate y'all for going up sub one i appreciate you for hosting started um as he mentioned this is episode two of what is now called the slightly above average gaming uh, i'm sorry slightly above average gaming podcast absolutely so we're glad to have everybody in we got chats filling up we have a uh, we do have an absolute oh lord uh, we do have an absolutely packed uh, schedule. We're going to try and grind through as much of this as we can and uh, and keep you guys entertained and keep our end uh, keep you all informed. Need to find the space too. I'm pulling that up on Twitter <laughs> so we can better monitor the Twitter chat this time, Wendy. Yeah, stay on top of that. This yes. we are learning as uh, as many of you know we are not full time podcasters. In fact, we are rookie podcasters. So we are learning as we. And it's going to be a fun experience. Glad to have you all along with us. Bear well, with us. So go, go through the growing pains. Yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially what we are is we're just average gamers. We're dads, hence the name. So anyway, um, so we have some big news this week, man. Uh, specifically, the acquisition of Microsoft. And, uh, well, Microsoft's acquisition of Activision. Yep. Um, that, it, was, that, was some, that was a lot. That was a lot to watch. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It really was. What what really piqued your attention the most? So, my opinion, like the thing that caught my eye the most was the inside, the nitty gritty of what goes on inside these, you know, these big companies. You know, I had a buddy of mine ask, uh, why, "Why do I care so much? Why am I rooting for Microsoft?" I'm, I'm not rooting for anyone, but I am thrilled and really excited to see how these uh, how these companies, you know, the the big evil tech giants and the big evil gaming empire. How they all interact with one another behind the scenes, and so I feel like that curtain was was lifted, the veil was spread aside, and we got to see the inner workings and nitty gritty of every, and it was glorious and gory and wonderful. Well, there was some regulatory fuckery too, and I feel like that's still kind of going, but I feel like oh yeah, um, Microsoft is playing the game, uh, specifically with the CMA, but. You know, the FTC, they had no, none whatsoever, uh, as well as all. that group of gamers in California. That, believe it or not, these cats tried to get Supreme Court team. And what this is is a collection of PlayStation players that didn't want this merger to happen. It's, it's ridiculous and baseless, to be completely honest. It was a terrible turn their end. They should not have, they should have never brought the law in with, and they should never, like, they should have taken the first L they were here and and just read the room and understood what was coming. So the fact that we the fact that it even got that far is is to me wild. It's it's but, crazy. It, it is it is really crazy the fact that they thought they actually had a case. And I think a lot of it is is they were goaded on by Sony and Sony's paranoia. Um, but the funny thing about that is, is Sony is afraid of Microsoft doing the exact thing that Sony has done to Microsoft, which is crazy to me. You know, it's funny. When you look at the history of gaming, and so this, there's a lot of things that tie in together, one of which is this 10-year deal. Sony says this, and 
everybody in the industry was like, you're nuts. 10 years is forever. But what Sony does is they buy their competitors out of existence. You want to know why Dreamcast failed? We now have it in the public record. We know why Dreamcast failed. It's because Sony bought off the software. You couldn't, Dreamcast, Sega couldn't get, um, Sega couldn't get games on Dreamcast because Sony paid for them not to be, just like they've been trying to do with Xbox. Oh, yeah. And so when you think about the 10-year deal, the Master System, 1986, and the Dreamcast basically died in when? 1996. Mm-hmm. That's 10 years. Sony rose, dominated, and died in 10 years. And Sega's, or and, and 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 that was Sony's doing to drive it off. And now Microsoft is just sitting there going, "Hey Sony, I give you ten years." <laughs> <laughs> the irony, really, the irony. Of, um, yeah. Did you see that the deal? You know, while Microsoft is trying to jump this uh, in the UK, uh, was extended. Um, you know, with a uh, closed deadline of they'd like to close it, if I remember correctly, by August. Um, but if if there's like there was like a walk away penalty of 3.5 mm-hmm. billion and for September uh, deadline there's a September deadline there too it's 4.5 billion i yeah. think that that's just more or less going through the mo- like everybody knows this deal is done right like oh, yeah. now now yeah. it's just a matter of trying to make the cma happy because evidently uk is a sized market for um, you know microsoft products as well as uh, obviously for a big market for call of duty yeah well, you know, I don't. I think it goes beyond that. I don't. I think Microsoft, if they, so I don't know if you if you had a chance to listen to any of the uh, the live stream. I, I caught snippets and I, I watched Florian Mueller's um, uh, his uh, Foss patents on Twitter. Um, I, I watched his commentary and, and heard of a couple of other people. And, and basically, the judge gave Microsoft the opportunity multiple times. Say the word, and I will crush the CMA, shut them out of business. You're closing tomorrow. And that, and Microsoft said no. Like we're good. We're gonna we're gonna work with the CMA and close it. And there, and the judge couldn't. It blew his mind. He couldn't figure it out. He could see it in the questions he was asking. And what he was doing, and what, what Microsoft is doing, is they're planning for the future because they're not done, right? As I mentioned, Sega, they're still out there. They're still <laughs> they still got games. Can you imagine Sonic the Hedgehog on on Xbox? Uh, oh. right. So they're still out buying. You know, they they are shopping because they're going to compete with Sony the way that Sony wants to play the game, which is, it is what it is, right? Welcome to the new world. So, well, yeah, go ahead. go ahead. No, I was just going to say what that is also is, I mean, look at look at what, you know, which brings us to our next is a stroke of genius on Microsoft's part. This was confirmed by Modern and Charlie Intel that it was, in fact, Microsoft that reactivated and fixed the servers for the old Call of Duty game. Absolutely. You yeah, know, to, huge, do, uh, to do that. And, and, and a huge W all around for. I mean, I think so. The 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 old CODs. I mean, I've done. I went and tried to do some testing on. The, I you know Call of Duty two from two thousand and five, and I've tried to mess around with some of the older CODs just to see, just to compare the experience. And none of you know the service never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I'm you know now I'm excited. I want to go in and play them. I want to hit up those. Uh, I want to see what's going on in these games. So yeah, I've got a. Uh, I've got some. I, I've got high hopes for at least the future of old games. I think Game Pass is going to be a huge boom for the Call of Duty community. I think we're going to get access to a lot of stuff we haven't had before, um, or at least haven't had in a good state. And you know, it, we might be we might be looking at some remasters or some other some other ways of bringing the actual old content that we're fans of back to it. Right. Right. <laughs> 
No problem. No problem. See, we're, we're, we're figuring it out. We're learning. Yeah, we're trying to work out some kinks. I mean, if you really think about what we're trying to do, we're trying to do a podcast type of thing on three different platforms. So between Twitter, uh, Twitch, which I'm on, and uh, Sub1KD is actually streaming over on Kicks. So, so yeah, um, you know, I forgot to mute the mic in uh, Discord. That was why there was a pause. So that was on, that was on me. But uh, you know what? We learn and we don't make the same mistake twice. So anyway, um, or if we do, we call it. If we do, we call it a. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. We'll put (laughs) maybe a bloopers reel together or something like that. You know, you saw. Speaking of that, um, AOI got my ass on Twitter last. Oh, yes, he he exposed you. Yes, sir. I saw that. Yeah, so so many bot plays definitely, definitely proved I was cheating, especially that firing rate. (laughs) Anyway, back to, uh, you know, your thoughts on the on the server. I think but just real quick, I think that's awesome. But what kind of sucks for me is, is that I am on PC now. So right. Those old games, uh, you know, I. I'd have to go back and buy like every single one of those again. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, my PC doesn't have a doesn't have a disc, so th- that that's another issue. So um, it, it kind of makes me sad, but yet I'm happy at the same time because you can tell that Microsoft is not threatened by the Call of Duty titles in the way that. I feel like Activision has been over the past couple of years. Well, and so here's here's the thing with Call of Duty in Activision, right? Call Activision is Call of Duty. They have other stuff, sure. They rush, you know, they have a few other uh, other brands and other other games, but nobody know, you know, nobody associates them, right? Like the general public, when they right. think of Activision, there's one game, and that game is going to drive the perception of their stock price. Even though we know that mobiles and we know that these other these other IPs they do business, um, but the main game is what's going to drive it. And so when you are active, Call of Duty drives your stock price. At the right. end of the day, when Call of Duty has a bad week or a bad month, the, your stock price has a bad month. And so Activision is always going to be um, is is always going to be in that um, make Call of Duty just money and however they want to do right. it. For Microsoft, I mean, you've got Windows, <laughs> you've got all the hardware stuff. You've got software, you know, Office. You've got sure. I don't know whatever else Microsoft got their hands. Um, and then you've got this, you know, video game thing. So you've got Xbox. You have all of Xbox, everything that is Xbox. And then there's Call of Duty. So right. they don't need to have a record-setting Call of Duty every single quarter in order to keep their money flowing. They just need Call of Duty to be popular, and right. that's and that's what they need. They need people to say, hey. I'm going to buy an Xbox, even though I'm a PC gamer. I'm going to buy an Xbox so I can play those old Call of Duties. I want to be on COD 4. I want to have that experience. You, you know what's funny is, is so I, my son, um, I, I swear he's got gaming ADHD. This dude was buying old games, old Call of Duties, the ones that I didn't have still, the hard copies. And, you know, I was giving him a hard time about it. But the other night, uh-huh. I went in yesterday, I went in and talked to him. I said, hey, man, I just want to go ahead and tell you I'm sorry. Like, for what? And I said, for giving you a hard time for buying those old games. He's like, why? And so I told him what Microsoft and Activision, and he, he was just kind of laughing. But, um, you know, I, again, I, I think that was a stroke of genius. And as Wendy pointed out here, too, in the uh, Twitter space chat, um, all the old Call of Duty titles should, will likely be free in Game Pass 25. I'm yeah. wondering, though, about that if... If maybe if if it's like so if COD twenty twenty three comes out right mm-hmm. and twenty twenty four 
but we've got the 2025 title. If they're going to start with like, you know, if they'll have like one or two that are not free and just have that kind of like a new thing, you know, as far as like the last, the, the current title and the last one are not free, but all the other ones. It's a good question. I don't know. It's going to depend on how they want to manage their portfolio. You know, I think mm-hmm. if you look at how, how Netflix works, right, everything's always available if Netflix makes it no matter what. Right. I think that there's I think that there's a likelihood that they will just make them available to everybody and then they can reinvest in IP. I mean, it's not impossible for us to see like an updated something to like the remastered edition or, you know, just just to do something to, to re you know, at a, to release at a slow point. Um I don't think it's likely, but I, you know, it's not impossible. But I think what we'll see is them using these old CODs to drive to drive people into COD while they release new games and work on it so that they at least when people this way, I mean, think about it this way. When people are unhappy, they're not going to run to X to like, I'm sorry that this was the biggest like middle finger to X defiant that I can think of. Because now you can go back. You don't have to leave COD anymore. You can go back. You just need an Xbox. Guess who's winning? It damn sure ain't Ubisoft in that instance. I hadn't really (laughs) thought about that, but you know, the other thing too is, you know, so yeah, they're going to keep interest in COD, but they're also, you know, the, first of all, right now those games are on sale. In, mm-hmm. Okay, but what that's also going to do is, and and I know that they're changing the subscription services and the different levels, but that's yeah. going to drive because that that presents a lot of value just for Call of Duty alone in the Game Pass or the what well, I forget what it's called, the Core Pass or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they have the new naming things, so I think it's Core. It's just multiplayer, and then there's, like, PC and Xbox. I don't know. It's weird. I don't I, – I think they're making a mistake. With some... I, yeah, it's almost like they're kind of trying to redefine the wheel or reinvent the wheel, if you will. And I I don't know that that's necessary, but the overall concept of into Game Pass like that is is a stroke of genius, uh, like I said, in, in, in my opinion. But um, so did you see the Q2 results? I have seen them. I haven't given them the full-blown – um, I haven't given it the full-blown um, deep dive that I'd like to. Unfortunately, I have to work. My family likes food. I like to get the power on. But yeah. um, <laughs> I did give it a cursory look. It looks like we're, we're the Activision's staying on track. They're not, uh, you know, they're losing customers in the summer, which from prior years is, seems to be pretty normal. It's the um, COD cycle, right? Yeah, you know, it's been out. We're we're deep into it we're actually starting the cycle of hyping up next year's cod mm-hmm. people are dying off um but i know i know the point that you want to dive into is uh looking at the ratio of, of player base well yeah i'm gonna get into that but um i i did do i'm a sales guy so i don't really work for a living you know i definitely haven't worked a 40 hour week can't tell you how. Um, I'm, I'm joking but um, <laughs> i did actually dive down into the numbers so just for q2 for Activision um, is running at $2.2 billion. That ain't bad. No, no. And and in fact, um, you know, Call of Duty specifically, if I if I read that correctly, has made a billion in the six months of 2020. That's good and, numbers. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, essentially what the breakdown of, uh, of that is, is, first of all, as far as like the, and, and I'm kind of skipping ahead to the, so maybe we'll go back to the little bit and chat with it. But chat about it. But um, so the breakdown is 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 mobile uh, is is looking at one point nine billion dollars. Second, mm-hmm. PC is one point two five billion dollars, 
and console is uh, the two consoles are running at 1.19, which is crazy to me because I was always under the impression, um, you know, that console was 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 a bigger thing for Call of Duty, right? I didn't think it was mm-hmm. the majority, but I didn't think it was 30. But I think that a lot of that is because mobile gaming, especially now with everybody having smartphones, has really taken off. I don't know a whole lot about that space because I don't mobile game. Um, but sure. from what I can tell, there's a lot of money in the mobile gaming side of it. Have you, have you played COD Mobile? I have not. I so haven't, I, I, I haven't really played it. I haven't. I actually the Razer uh, controller thingy that clicks onto your phone. Really? Like hundred bucks. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and the game is really well done. It's a lot of fun, especially if you can get off the screen. I mean, for, if you can handle the screen and you get used to it, it, it mm-hmm. it's intuitive and it plays well. But, I mean, you get, like, one of those controllers. Or you can actually sync your um, your wireless um, PS5 and Xbox uh, Series uh, XS controllers mm-hmm. will both do it if they're wireless. Um, and so you can play it on a controller, which is great. The, the thing about it is it's like any other mobile game in that it is monet every square inch of that game is monetized there's there's rewards that you have you can watch ads for there's um to get the re- unlock the rewards and it's like a it's a loot box style but it's free uh free you have to so it's kind of like the twitch drops yeah well no 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 so it's like imagine if imagine if a random every every week a random blueprint mm-hmm. and all you have to do is watch an ad uh complete the ad you get a token and then you spin the wheel of whether you get, you know, the blueprint or a, um, uh, I don't know, they have like power ups or things like that, right? And so, interesting. You you watch ads, right? And every every time you watch an ad, cha ching cha ching goes activated. But then they have battle, they have a battle pass, they have skins, they have blueprints, and they're almost daily some of these things that they come out with. But every almost every square inch when you're not actually playing a game is monetized in some way. Like so- I'm, I'm constantly bombarded with. Buy this, buy this, buy this, and uh, are you, you know, broke you, yet? No, because I'm waiting for Warzone. I, right. I want to play Warzone Mobile. I'm not sinking money into a, into two ecosystems um, and one that I, I I only play it every now and again when I have nothing. I'll play it that much, but um, but it's fun. They do a good job at the core gameplay. It flows well, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's monetized to all ends, and it's it's cheaper than buying on console. So there's a lot of benefit. Very interesting. You know, it's funny. Um, I, my friend Kid, he's in here. He's uh, what they call a dripaholic. That man has got drip from games he doesn't even play. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not contributing to that X or to that uh, Call of Duty mobile <laughs> ecosystem like you're talking yeah. about. And I heard that actually the quality of you know the skins and the blueprints and just the weapon camos and everything else is is actually better than what's in the actual game on PC and console. I can't confirm that, but that's what I've heard. You know, when you look at it and you really like. If you have it on a big tablet and you're really looking at it, I mean, there's some cool stuff in there. I, on, mm-hmm. on on my little phone, right? It looks like crap. So mm-hmm. uh, you know. <laughs> you're not on a flip phone, are you, bro? I don't know. I'm I'm old. My eyes aren't that good. I, I look at you know my I have the the what is this thing? The iPhone, the expensive iPhone, right? <laughs> and uh, and I mean I mean but you only have this much space, and you know the characters are like that big, and you're squinting around to see who you know who's there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not messing, you know, but you get people in there that are messing around with like the, uh, um, you know, the weapon uh, inspects and there's some, there's some animated ones where like the guns come apart and, and pieces zip around in midair and then it all comes back together. Like there's, a, there's, impressive. there's cool stuff in there. I think um, Jay God has, has retweeted a few of them and so has uh, Modern Warzone. Um, and so, yeah, there, there's cool stuff, but you know, one of the things to know is that they're not bound by Activision. They have to follow along, right? They just kind of 
they have the license. To, they're a separate company. They have a license to do what they do, and they just pay activate a portion of. Do Do you think that's why they're going to Warzone Mobile? Is 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 Activision going to own Warzone Mobile? Yes, Activision is developing. Okay, so there's not going to be a third party for that then. And they then no. the, another thing of genius, they get to they get to keep all those profits, not have to split those. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, on the flip side, they're bearing the cost of it, so there's there's that. But they're from what I've heard, they're doing a really good job of not over overselling this game to start out with. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we're looking at from what I've heard, it's November. Mm-hmm. It'll be out around the time Modern Warfare Three comes out, maybe a little before it, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll be a good chance to go into to go back into Verdansk. But can you slide? Can- I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I man. don't know. Good question. I guess we'll find out. Uh, or we could fly to Australia. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, think about this, though. If you could slide cancel, there's going to be a lot of people that we know that want to play <laughs> Warzone Mobile. But, well, maybe the game isn't made for that. Maybe, maybe that'll be the pro game. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so the other thing, you know, since you mentioned itself, did you see that Activision is actually, it's a layoff, but it's also like a restructure of their esports? I did. Um, honestly, I, I think we touched on this last week, but I, I'm shocked it's, they're still running at this point. I think, um, I, I, as I mentioned last week, I think the, I think FTX and crypto in general, by a large amount of the financing for a lot of the major esports leagues. Mm-hmm. And I think with the collapse of FTX and the struggles that they've had in, in crypto in general has really impacted these esports leagues in ways that we don't that are just now becoming apparent, right? Like I think they were. I, I read that FTX had had invested up to twenty five percent of might have been Overwatch League, but it, it, one of the big leagues. Mm-hmm. And when they, I mean, they just disappeared one day. Everything they had was gone. And if you lose twenty five percent of your operating income and you're not, you're going into a recession. I mean, you're going to feel that. Oh, one hundred percent. But I also. From what I understand, and, and, you know, I didn't really start paying attention to the esports side of things until uh, Modern Warfare 2019. Um, mm-hmm. It really wasn't a big deal to me. So that was, you know, full disclosure, that was when I started paying attention. But from what I understand, the league actually ran better when it was through, like, a third-party, like, ML game battles. Um, and it wasn't, yeah. like, based on ge- geography or uh, I forget what the term was that they used for um, you know, where they set up these franchises. But I, I'm, I'm wondering if we might not in the future like a hybrid of what we have now and what worked, um, you know, for the league then. You know, it's a good question. I, I think there's a lot of up in the airs, but I, I don't see Activision, Blizzard, slash Microsoft really footing the bill for this going forward. Mm-hmm. I think I think they've they've failed to really... I think they've ultimately failed to grow a sponsorship network of like major sponsors, right? I mean, the G Fuel sponsors everybody, right? But you know, if you look at like how many of them are brought, how many, how many game, um, uh, not uh, how many teams are sponsored by Coke or Pepsi or you know, I mean, does Nike have a team, right? You look at like I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, you you look at like major sports leagues, and it's like every jersey is Nike, right? And then they sell, Mm -hmm. and the and the reason for sponsoring is they sell jerseys to the public. And they're all Nike, right? So Nike gives you a bunch of money, and then the jerseys sell well, and they get profit. You look at, um, you know, Coke, right? And they're the official, you know, the, the the official sponsor of it, and that's what's in their concourse when you go to, mm-hmm. to the event. And I don't think that the return for that has really shown up. They're short-term events; they don't they're not big. And even what a lot of them don't fill, so they, they can't even 
they can't even get people to show up to these. It's crazy because, I mean, I can't speak for the other events, but, you know, Optic Texas is going to have, you know, they had their major. and Because, I mean, there's only five majors and, you know, and weeks of qualifiers as majors. But for their major here in Arlington, I was going to try to take my son. I didn't realize just how fast it was going to, the Optic one was going to sell out. But you Mm got to also think about it, too. Optic, uh, unfortunately, there's a couple comparisons that are probably accurate, uh, but Optic is a lot like the Dallas Cowboys. They're the the biggest name Call of Duty, right? Um, whereas Dallas Cowboys are the biggest name in the NFL. So things they do are going to sell out. Now they haven't. Neither team has really won anything for a long time, which kind of sucks. But um, <laughs> so like the know, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Except for I think I might, might like Hex a little bit, like. Uh, anyway, um, so you know we had the we'll, we'll shuffle five and four here, right? So All because right. I I think that five can dovetail into four. So we had sure. the season four reload. Um, yes. What are you know you've you've gotten to get a lot of, uh, or at least a substantial amount of season four reloaded? What are your initial thoughts on the on the update and the, and the uh, last half of this season? As an Xbox player who has not been decimated by frame rate issues, other other performance problems, mm-hmm. um, I have actually really enjoyed. It. Um, I think that aside from the broken pistol, the weapon balancing is going to when they patch the pistol, which I expect it today, but probably next week. Yeah. Um, I I think that they're going to have good weapons. I think it's going to feel the the short range will feel better. There's a lot of good options. There's a lot of things close. There's a bigger separation, it feels like now, between the close-range ARs and the long-range, or the close-range SMGs and Mm -hmm. ARs. I think we're going to see, so I think weapons balancing, we're going to see some solid, solid meta spread, right? Where it's not like, here's the the three guns you can run and be good. But um, as far as Vondel BR, I think it's one of the best BRs they've done. Like, I've been having so much fun in Vondel as a BR over Resurgence mode. Uh, um, see, I've given... been mostly playing the Resurgence. I've played a little bit of that okay. BR, but mostly the Resurgence, which yeah. is more in this season than any of the previous three seasons, or even for Warzone 1 that I've played, <laughs> to be honest. I, you know, but it's it's it was never really my uh, my uh, my thing. Now, the one thing, so, you know, there's, there's obviously some wins here, right? I think the Vondel yeah. BR is... But, you know, Lady Destroy points out the superpowers. I got to be honest, ain't it. I, 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 I do not like the idea of superpowers. And I know that's kind of a old man, get off my lawn kind of take um, coming <laughs> from me. Like, but I hate the superpowers, man. I, I got screwed twice on with those superpowers the other day. It's like that laser vision, you know, as soon as he goes up and he starts shooting that, you damn near can't knock him. I actually did manage to knock one last night and get a kill, but the first time that happened to me, I'm putting round after round after round. I'm not missing a- nothing. You know, I I got my first kill with those last night. Um, did you? It, it, first time I've gotten it in since, since release. I played every day since release. First time I've gotten it. And honestly, uh, it was kind of fun. I think that the superpowers just add a cheeky level of fun. And I think, you know, we kind of, I, I, I talked about this on Twitter the other day, where I think that there's a, a sense of people don't want to mess around more than a few minutes in a, ga- in, in, in a game. I feel like people take it, like, when they, when they lock in, they want to be locked in and driving. And, I, and I'm getting the sense that you're on this boat, too. Me, I don't mind taking a week or just screw around. <laughs> like if I had 
honestly, if, if they made the, if they put out a yellow skin for those for those uh, for those uh, amphibious trucks that, that are in Bondell now, mm-hmm. I can make them the duck boat. I would be having Prox chat on tooling the rivers. Asking who wants a tour of the city, you know, and I've, I've got a duck boat. If uh, if you're not familiar with that, duck boats are a company. They take these. These are real vehicles for World War II, where um, you know they're trucks and they're boats. They do both, and they just mm-hmm. drive around cities like uh, Chicago, and like they'll just drive into the river and drive and, and tool around on the river. It's there's a lot of fun, um, and so being goofy, being being crazy like that, I think um, there's room. There should be room for it, and I think the superpowers help add that. But at the same time. You know, I can also see the other side of like, all right, there are teams, there are, there are games where it's getting late game, and I want to, I've got to focus on winning, and all of a sudden, you know, the guy I'm shooting goes flying up in the air. Where'd he go? So that the thing about that is, and I that that's kind of where um, I guess we'll kind of go back and forth between four and five. But I think that it's fine if you want to have a mode like that where you like promote whatever it is that you're partnering with. Like, that's fine, but it should be a limited time mode, and you mm-hmm. should not exclude the other standard modes for BR. Like, for Out Mothra, shit, I haven't played Out Mothra, man, and it's what feels like. Um, I'm, you know, I, I've been on Vondel, um, which is fine, like, getting to know the map and everything, you know, but then, you know, with the boys' partnership and everything else, you know, and you have the superpowers, there should just be a separate, if people want to do that. Um, they should go do that. But if I want to go play regular VR in Almazra, any squad size, I should be able to. I feel like, you know, that brings me to the point of, you know, the playlist. I don't understand why or what their reasoning is. And maybe you can explain because you have more of a technical background why they choose to, to screw with the playlist. I don't know if you saw the schedule, but it's ass. If you, if you're a fan of just wanting to run regular. Uh, I agree. Um, and I think that, I think it's 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 almost like social engineering. So I remember when I'm gonna use the Godzilla event from last year. When Godzilla came out, everybody there was all this hype about it. Mm-hmm. And online, I, I saw streamers and people played it for like a day and a half. like people were done with it by the time I got home from work on day mm-hmm. one, and they were already shitting. On it. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. It was a great mode. I, I I thought it was hilarious. I mean, I I had at one point my whole squad. We're in different Snoop Dogg costumes, jumping out of a plane onto Godzilla's head. Like, <laughs> how much more fun can you possibly have in a video game? Like, that's what video games are supposed to be, right? Like, you can you have the serious compartment, but then Snoop Dogg jumping on Godzilla's head. Like, what more do you want, right? Are you not entertained? Right. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. And, and, you know, like I said, I don't know if I'm in the minority or not, but I just would like them to just leave the regular ones. Like, where if I yeah. – because as a – as a content creator, of course I would want to go in and try them on stream. You yep. know, I would want to go try them, but I don't want to be locked in for two weeks having to play a specific mode and not getting to play what I want to play. Well, at your point, sense. you know, like I, you know, they, they, they keep, and now they're flipping around on what maps you can play Resurgence. I don't like Ashika. I don't, I don't want to play Ashika anymore. If I'm going to play Resurgence, right, you know, virtual, you know, it's practically, you know, super, um, uh, super multiplayer. I, I want to play the map I want to play. I want to play Vondell. I love that. I think it's a, I think it's one of the best maps they've ever made. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't want to play because I think that map sucks. Like I can't see anything. It's so dark. It's so black. And so I think if you're at, if you look around and you say, oh, I only have quads, Ashika, or BR, and then I have quads and I want to play Vondell. I'm like, I'll just go play multiplayer or shipment or something because none of this appeals to what I want to do. Right? I want to play. 
you know, if I'm in the mood for, for research. And so I, I, I totally agree that screwing around the, the map sizes, I think to the point of why aren't they doing the limited time modes? Why, why are they putting the superpowers everywhere? It is specifically because too many people just played it, played it once and I never touched it again. And there was no coverage of, of, you know, the event after like the first mm-hmm. day when they're hoping to get their money's worth of like content, you know, Jay God and, and whoever else, you know, battling it out between you know Godzilla and and King Kong or whatever or in this case you know the boys characters mm-hmm. and if if you put that in a mode that can be ignored they'll never touch it because that's not that's out of their that's out of the normal cycle and i think that's something that is unique to BRs specifically Warzone is that people get into a cycle of i have a place i land i know exactly where to go to find the boxes i know how to get enough money i know to get my stuff and i know to get to um and i know how to get to uh, the, the buy station I need so I can get my loadout so I can start hunting. And I mean, it's, you know, and I play with a bunch of rank amateur and that's what we do. We have a spot. We go there. We know exactly where everything is going to be. We know exactly how long it takes us. So even if it's way out of circle, it's like, all right, guys, no screwing around. We got to, you know, you hit this building. I hit this building. You two cover that building. We get our shit. We get out of there. We go. And so I think when, when you have people that, that just get into that play loop, if you don't disrupt that play loop, they'll never leave it to try something new. That's true. I'm not, say, I, I'm not saying wouldn't. it's good or bad, but from activism standpoint, if you're going to spend money and put effort in and expect a return on like, you know, the boys and superpowers and all of that, if you lock it up in a mode that no one's going to touch because there's, you know, they, they want to stay on their on their little in their zone, you know, it they, they're going to have a hard time getting people to sign on for that in the future. Well, so I, I've always thought that extra stuff like that is silly, but what I find extra silly is, and and just real quick, Lady Destroy makes a pretty valid point. Almazra should always have solos, duos, trios, always. There, she doesn't see any I reason agree. to remove them, and I and and I don't either. But back to my yep. point about being silly: is this game not billed as the most quote realistic Call of Duty ever? Taking out advanced movement, no reload, cancel. You know, none of those things, but then they want to come in with superheroes and villains. You know, I think the thing is they uh, they kind of got their butts kicked on the whole realism stuff early on. I think they've uh, very clearly started moving away from that. Realism so, ain't it. Uh, I, you know, I, and I think that's the trade-off, right? We saw that in Warzone 1. You know, all, all of a sudden it went from tactical Verdance, Eastern Europe. Everybody's got ghillie suits and, you know, mm-hmm. snipers with thermal optics to, you know the Terminator and 80s action heroes and Snoop Dogg and, you know, cat things and furries and whatever else they came up with. You know, they, they put Mara's character with cat ears. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I get it. They're trying to generate the MTX sales. Also. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's, that's... And keep the interest up, right? Like the, the dead of the, the dead of the seat that look, look back at any, any of the games that, the later the, in the in the game's life cycle, the deader the game is, the more they try and hype it up and, and be crazy. No, I well, exactly. And this is typically in the cycle where I start getting bored with the Call of Duty games, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm ready to play other things. And I'm not really, to be honest, at that. Like, so a, as we discussed, I've made known on Twitter, in my stream, everything else. There are certain things about this game that I absolutely loathe. I can't stand. But I will say this. I'm actually having fun playing this game at the current moment. And I can't remember, uh, you know, uh, at this time in the COD cycle where I'm having fun, even despite the stupid ass 
lasers and and all that other stuff, right? So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm kind of kind of putting up with that, if you will. And I mean, you know, at the end of the day, if if it gets to where you're not having fun playing, it's just ruining your vibe. Just maybe take a break or play something else. But I know personally, I am not there yet. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think um, I think a lot of people. In fact, I think a lot of people that were there came back. I think Bondell, mm-hmm. the feel of Bondell, the look of it mm-hmm. has has really brought more people back in than than we've lost. I well, guess. that new Gulag, I'm dog shit in it, by the way, but the new Gulag, it kind of reminds me of the showers. It is the showers. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they reskin the showers, which I think nice. is great. Yeah, so. I mean, I don't know. I did terrible in that Gulag when we'll do last time. I, I was probably 300 deaths in the holes the first three months because of that fucking big boat. <laughs> I don't know why I struggled there, but, but no, I think, listen, you know, I I don't like we discussed earlier in our phone call. I don't want to come on here and just like, there's, there's some things that we obviously don't like, like these modes and things like that, but there's some W's in this update. And in the last, um, the first W to me was the TTK adjustment. Um, I feel like that was sorely needed, but an L in that is, is that they waited for another update two weeks later to balance the guns. So it felt like things for like a like a couple weeks were just out of whack, if you will. Yep. Um, but it feels like things are starting to kind of normalize more. So that's it. I don't know what you think about the vests, but I think the vests are a huge freaking win. Um, I think I love them. I, I think that the way I, I don't play DMZ as much as I'd like to, but I think mm-hmm. the way that they they did the vest was it was balanced and you're not seeing like you're not you're not landing on you're not landing on piles of vests everywhere right it's not like oh everyone has a stealth vest so nobody is running ghosts they'll just have ghosts when they show up and i yeah. think that was a concern early i think it's pretty rare i haven't seen very many of them the medic I've vest is cool i've 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 got a win because the medic vest because i was able to pick a guy up like that and somebody came around hurt thinking he had a down he was going to finish and all of a sudden he got smoked by the two of us yep and well, uh and so I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of a lot of things that they add to the game that mm-hmm. I mean some people are saying oh it's too much um, too much RNG but I, it's a BR right it, it's yeah, not supposed to be to multiplayer be. it's not like oh you just start out with all of your gear and you know it's just your reflexes winning the game it's like you gotta you gotta know how to loot right and I think I think it's great because it gives an incentive for a lot of people to keep looking for I think I think one of the things that irritated me about Warzone One towards the end of its life cycle was there is no incentive to do anything but play multiplayer on on Caldera or on Rebirth Island because you you just got went from gunfight to gunfight to gunfight to gunfight and there was then that the only strategic you know strategic thing that you got to think about was how much um you know how much ammo or, or have I taken the time to plate and I like that especially on a big map BR I like that there's other dimension to success besides just your raw um your raw Still. speed and and guns you know Guns, I'm not even gonna say gun skill was a huge talent compared in in that one. It was it was mostly your ability to 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 use movement and and use your reflexes to win positions. And I think I think the the current maps they do a great job of balancing position. And I think I think all the animations I think they can all be snappier. Um, but you're rewarded for planning ahead and taking a good position. You're also re, you know you're also at a higher risk of somebody having a better position. But at the same time, you know you can balance that by you can find these things like vests or um, radar, you know, those radar buttons on the ground or cluster mines or these things that are scattered around. And there's that, they add that randomness where you can't Mm -hmm. necessarily play, 
plan for it, you have to react to it. And I think that allowing that to continue on deeper into the game and gives you an incentive to, hey, I'm going to open up that box over there instead of run past it because there might be a cluster strike or a UV or, or a Vesta. I, I I'm think not, that's I'm a huge advantage. With I play with with at least one, sometimes two people that can't fucking – that for, if you told them they were going to live or die based on whether they ran by a building that had a box, they're going to go in that bo- in that building with that one box no matter what. So no, I, hey, I I play with I play with Luke Goblin. Oh yeah, you, you need to be you need to be revived. Great, I'm gonna go get that box. Hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But why are we back at the loading screen? What happened? Exactly. But you know, back to your point about how fast it with that vest. The reason I like that is because there is literally nothing in the game that's fast. So to have that is incredible. Like I I, mm-hmm. I was able to get two quick reses off last night. Uh, as myself, I mean, we didn't get a win. We got a second and a third, but like I was able to get those reses off very fast. And I, I like that, um, you know, so that that's a win. And that stealth vest, that's a win too. I, I'm not really sure on the comms vest yet. I haven't really had that one, so I haven't been experienced it, but I'm sure that's going to be a win as well. Like, so I, I, I think, nice. yeah, I think those are, um, those are very nice changes that, uh, that they've, they've implemented with that. Um, the other W is, I, I don't know how much time you spend in the firing range, but I try to spend, you know, 20 minutes, you know, or so every day. They've now made it to where you can increase the plates on the dummy from zero plates to one, two, and three plates. Yep. That is uh, awesome. Have you noticed that the uh, that the dummy health was up as well? I didn't notice the overall dummy health per se, but I, I, because I automatically just go in now and do, as soon as I was able to do the three plates, I I started doing that. And you know who loves that, right? Who? True Data, J-God, you know, for their weapon testing. And, um, you know, we also kind of discussed this a little bit. Who, what is that site that uh, we're talking with on Twitter I saw the other day where they were talking about your branding and it had like the loadout with the tuning and everything else. What, go Mm -hmm. plug that, will you? Yeah, so Community Warzone uh, is, it, he's a great guy. He's got a couple of, um, I think he's got one or two people working with him. Um, but he runs um, Warzone Loadouts mm-hmm. uh, dot game. And his site, his his purpose, so he, he launched um, mid, uh, early Caldera, I want to say he launched. And his goal was to try and try and curate a meta that, you know, his, his own testing. So, you, you know, obviously you need data to, uh, as a jumping off point and then, uh, but hand testing it and getting a feel, all right, how is this gun going to behave? How is this build? And then he'd present the build and be like, this is my bid for meta. And he's gotten much, you know, he's, he's improved greatly. Um, and I think his, and I've actually gone back and forth with some of the guys from uh, from both True Game Data's, um, uh, their, um, their discords and guys on SYM's discord. And their, mm-hmm. I, I think his his approach to it of like the hands-on feel and, and trying to build it out is, is fantastic. And the reason why I like it is it is, his loadouts are always pretty good. They're like they're meta. Like when he when he identifies a meta, he's his builds are good. But there's it's one of those things that it's easy to look at and just tweak it to make it work for you. So he'll get you like ninety percent of the way there and then adjust it to fit your style. Right. But he's a great resource behind that. And so what he did um, for the launch of Warzone Two is he actually created a system where you as a user in your account can create your own loadout and share them. And so I've been building my, you know, so I think he saw, he was one of the first ones to come up with a good solution for sharing tuning, right? 
you know, if you look at it, like the, the, the five screenshots that you would, mm-hmm. <laughs> you were getting, if you remember that, I still see it. Yeah. Here's, here's the build and here's five screen. I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta figure out the graph and I'll forget it. So he had us, he had put it in an app and it's super simple. You just punch, you know, um, pick your gun, pick your, uh, your attachment, and then you just tell it, all right, I'm minus 0.2 on, you know, the vertical axis on the horizontal axis. I'm plus 12. Um, and then it saves it and then it plays it in a format. That's good. You saw that format on Twitter. Um, and so I that's, did. that's a newer feature where he, let, you know, he lets you do a background and it kind of lays it out for you automatically based on your, uh, based on the, the things that you've uploaded into the app. For and you put yourself your social on there too. Yeah. 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 It's got my Twitter. It's got my link. Um, you know, fortunately my social, my, uh, my handle is the same everywhere, but, um, it's clean. It, it looks good. It's size. I have different sizes based on where I want to put it. Mm-hmm. And um, he's got he's got some great integration going, and I think he's got uh, I believe he said he was working on some stuff for uh, for streaming and what. But he's uh, yeah he he's got he's got a great app. He's got a great way. If you like to build loadouts and share them and like and and put your idea of what's meta out there, um, I definitely recommend giving that a look. Um, and the website I'll, I'll I'll plug him straight up here is Warzone Loadout Games, and you can look up on your uh your app store of choice and grab the um warzone community loadout uh there's social aspects there's there's chatting there's you know there's a there's a there's a news feed type thing you can get involved in that we should try to get him on yeah we should he's in europe so i don't know is he yeah oh yeah well he's he's like central europe but we can you know i'll reach out to him i'll see i'll see if he's yeah i mean yeah maybe Maybe get him on in like an earlier, uh, do like a Saturday, discuss that offline because, you know, sure. we do have some other ideas to maybe, um, you know, start bringing some guests, to, um, you know, draw some interest on here. So that is awesome. And, you know, what's funny is, is I never really, like I told you before, I didn't care about the metas uh, until I started playing ranked. And then at that point, I'm like, all right, you know what, I'm not going to be at a disadvantage. So mm-hmm. I have to know and start you metas. So I, you know, and some of these metas lately don't seem quite as, that pistol is some bullshit. <laughs> oh, I love it. It, oh, reminds, my, it reminds me of the Mac 10. If I only had a fast firing, super mobile, mid range to short range AR, like the FFAR, I would be like, that was like, for me, that was my prime rebirth time. Rebirth. It was early rebirth, FFAR, Mac 10, flying and frying, jumping in people's faces and gunning them before they even knew what happened. Um, and then, and then yelling that they're cheating when they do it to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, that, I mean, if I could capture having fun in Warzone in a bottle, like that era for like, when I think about it, it early it rebirth, was... it was, it was crazy. You had, you know, we had just gotten through the DMR. DMR is this one's on the downturn and the FFA, everything was moving closer, but it wasn't there yet. Oh, it's fun. See the DMR, I gotta be honest with you. So I like semi-auto weapons. Anybody who's known or played with me for years, they know this, right? You know, I used the SCM in Blackout, um, you know, the EBR in Modern Warfare 2019, and then even while it was, until they bricked it in Warzone, I used that weapon. And so the DMR meta for me was just, it was incredible. I I, I really enjoyed running that with that MAC-10. Um, mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, that was kind of the combo, uh, if you will. But um, yeah, I... I think that, that that website that we were just talking about, I think that's uh, that's interesting. I think if you're uh, into building those weapons uh, or trying to get a, a build that can maybe fit your play style, something like that, 
um, you know, that may be a, uh, you know, good place to go. So uh, as far as season four, I'm going to go ahead and I'd say out of a, uh, a scale of one to 10, I'd give it a seven, maybe a six and a half or a seven as far. So uh, as far as like, um, you know, a, a rating goes, how about you? You know, I'm, I'm not, I haven't had the negativity of session. Um, you know, yeah, a, the frames a, the first three days was dog shit, dude. Yeah. I, I, and I think a lot of people are just really, they're still, I think there's some people still dealing with, it. I see it on the TL every now and again. I mean, I, and as somebody who's just, I, sometimes I like to take a break from, from being super locked in and, and goof off and, and be able to have some fun. I, I'm going to give it like a solid eight point. Okay. Um, I like the superpowers. I think the initial sweep at the 300 health was, was done in error. I think the, they could have gone and they could have gone and done the weapon adjustments like they did. And they missed the same TTK without messing with the health. Mm-hmm. And then we'd had a good long range and a, and a good short range, but they did what they did. So we're going to look, but I think that they've corrected the short range now. Um, and the long range is, is been getting better. So I, I hope we can see ARs be useful again. Yeah, I agree. But, but yeah, um, all in all, I think it's a solid season. I, from what I hear, just, you know, take this with, you know, your salt, it's a rumor. Um, rumor is season five is supposed to be a big one. A lot of changes. They're teasing Modern Warzone, uh, Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, um, we know that's confirmed. We can, we'll hit that in a minute. But yeah, I don't know if you want to make that segue actually into that topic. But um, yeah, they're going to tease uh, tease Modern. I, God, I keep wanting to say Modern Warzone. It's not Modern <laughs> Warfare. Hey, listen, we all. I, I I know some of you here don't, but I like Doug. Um, so yeah, Modern Warzone. I, I you know I look at all, but yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, here shortly, I do want to, that, but I do want to thing out though. There is something that is still dog shit, and, and it is sniping. I know they tried with the explosive rounds, but the sniping in is absolutely, oh. it is atrocious. It is the, I've never played a Call of Duty that has had this this bad of sniping. And it's really just Warzone. The sniping's not bad in multi, to be honest. It's no. just Warzone. And for whatever reason, I don't know why they're digging their heels in as far as fixing that. And at least get it back to... I'd say early Verdansk levels uh, of sniping. I, I thought sniping back then was, to be honest, but now it's it's just dog shit. You know, I feel like sniping was more. Oh, how do I put this without having all of my followers quit? Um, I think sniping became one of those things that it it was broken, and I think it was because I, I think the Car ninety eight broke sniping, and I know a lot of people. A lot of people lived and died on the Car ninety eight, and they loved that gun. And, and the Swiss, Swiss K. And the Swiss. Oh, man, um, that was my favorite. But I think that it was incredibly unbalanced because it was so mobile, mm-hmm. and there was no trade-off for it, right? Like, you hit somebody, even if you hit them, if they're, if they're broken a little bit, you hit them chest or, or higher. That's not, it wasn't that hard to do. You know, they were done for. Or you hit them once, and you could swap to a, to sure. a SMG, and, you know, and then the fight is unbalanced. Again. I think that was, um, <clears throat> I think that upset a lot of people. And then you combine that with the long range, you know, where I love to 300 yards away, <laughs> looking at you <laughs> as you as you go to the buy station and then, you know, sending you back to the lobby um, with uh, with a one tap. Um, I I think there there's the other half of the player base hated that aspect. There shouldn't be anybody around me. And all of a sudden, poof, I'm back in the lobby. Like what happened? And oh, yeah, some dude in a bush with, you know, a long range sniper just took me out. And yeah. so. I think that they're. I think they have to find a balance where 
it shouldn't be a hit. I mean, there were some snipers back in the day that were practically hit scan. Like, this is insane. Dude, it's so the, easy to use. The Swiss was. I mean, you know the apartment building, the big, tall apartment building on the outside of Promenade over by the hospital? Yes. So I was able to hit somebody at the apartments uh, on the other side of Graveyard, and I, I marked it. It was 650 meters, one tap knock with that yep. gun. That gun is not designed for that kind of range. With the HDR, I can make, like, that, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Anything that's like a 338 Lapua or, you know, something of that caliber and above, great. But what they should have done, instead of messing with the damn, with the race. So remember, and I think we covered this last time, but I still think it's worth covering. So when they nerfed the Car 98 and the case was, they nerfed it into the ground because at that point they made it where anything that was 40, it was either 43 or 46 meters Mm -hmm. inside of that could be a one shot knock. And they did this because rebirthers were tired of getting sniped from across the map. And, you know, Rebirth at the time was carrying Warzone. So they had to make the change. I mean, I get it. I don't like it, but they had to make the change. Yep. But what they should have done is they should have slowed the rate of fire as far as being able to rechamber around with those bolt actions and increase the the muzzle sway and maybe even slow down the ADS speed a tick. And I think that fixes the problem because – there were times where if you had somebody that was straight beast with that car 98 Swiss, they hit you once. And then before your body is able to even hit the ground from a knock, they're able to clean you up. You're in the gulag. Yep. So I, I get that. I, I just think, I think that there were some other changes that they could have done instead of messing with the actual damage profile. Because if I shoot you with a car 98, you know, it, it, at 50 meters, that should still yield the same results as if I did it at 46 or inside, right? Dude, I have a car 90, a real life car 98. How far will that shoot accurately? Well, hold, hold on. I'm going to grab, and you can pull up my kick body. You will see this in a moment. Give me one second. I have one right now. Also, while he's doing that, let's go ahead and reset. Uh, I am J007. Uh, th- this is my Twitter space with uh, sub one KD. We are the Slightly Above Average Gaming Podcast. Uh, that is our, our name moving forward. I'm streaming over on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash j007tv. And he is streaming over on Kick. Uh, just search sub1kd and you can find him over on Kick to give him a follow. Yeah, you want and if you want to check this out. So the Car 98 fires the 8mm Mauser. Mm-hmm. This thing is huge. Focus. This thing is huge. This round is massive. Okay? How many inches? Well, we all know the three-inch gang and how they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, but I mean it's it's a good two and a half, three inches uh, in size. I mean this thing will be. It's yeah, an eight millimeter, that, probably that big. Yeah, it's an eight millimeter right. round. It's um, it's heavy. The round is is heavy. It's got a ton of powder behind it, um, and it is for. You know, it's fired out of a fairly long rifle. And so um, when you, that round was designed to hit something on average four or 500 meters out with iron sights. Yep. So you look at like, oh, I can't one tap somebody at 50 meters with a round that's, you know, <laughs> around this big, like, give me a break, right? Like that. So I think messing with the damage is the wrong way to go about it. But the thing, yep. that, the thing that they got kind of right is is the bullet drop i mean that when you're shooting at range is is like that's the thing you're compensating for. But, 
yeah, is how far you have to go down. Battlefield does that right. Like they did that better, except for I don't think they do it as well on the. Um, but like Battlefield Four, like they did it right. You had to for that. You had to build dots. Um, yep. you know, to snipe. So I, I think there's a trade off. I think that being a point and click, you know, one shot sniper is probably not the best thing. And I think there's things to combat that. But like you just said, um, you know, using um, you know, bullet drop that would be uh, fantastic. You know, you and know, I think instead. something like. I think something like if you have a carnator, you have something equivalent to that in the new games. That you know, yeah, you can one shot, but it does it. It, it uh, you have to use certain ammo that that limits its range, so that you know you're not being able to like quick scope somebody at 20 meters and then long shot them at 150, like with the same ease of use. Should be a trade off. I, I think that that would be, that would work. I think you know you're you're limited to your range. Mm-hmm. You know beyond. And then you have, um, if you're good, like really good at being able to like judge and, and do the windows, kind of like now. I mean, my longest shot in Warzone One, I had 750 meter shot um, across airport on Caldera. Oh wow! Um, and got the kill on that. But my longest, the longest hit, like the longest knock I could possibly get, is about 420 meter in Warzone Two. Um, I pinged that out, so I, I have that. I knew that distance. And there's no, um, and I don't think you can really hit anything beyond 500 meters. I think you're, I think you're just on the ground at 500 meters. On, yeah, on this game, my buddy Hoop, yeah. I think he had like a seven or 750 um, on this game. Uh, no, on Warzone One. Yeah, okay. on Warzone One. And I mean, we've seen shots as far as like 2,000 meters. You saw that clip, yeah. from that guy out there, and he hit that guy in the the AT. Yep, yep, I've seen that. And to me, yeah, it's that... like I, I, I really want to be able to hit that. <laughs> Yeah, that but, would that would be nice. That would be, but yeah, I think um, you know I, I, I'm hoping you know that which that kind of brings me to you know our next topic. We'll talk about you know there's no rumors about it, but there are rumors about other things with Modern Warfare. Um, you know the biggest things coming that I think stand out to me are the mini map. So they're going to be going back to a classic mini map. What just about everybody who's not a bot has been asking is the reload <laughs> cancel. And uh, yeah. Ninja as a perk. So what what are your thoughts on these three things? And then I, there's actually a couple other things. That we'll yeah, there's a couple other things. Well, first of all, you know why we know it's Modern Warfare 3 for sure. It's like confirmed, right? Yeah. Because they put it in the DMCA takedown. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the takedown notice for the unreleased video game Modern Warfare 3. This is copyrighted. Take it down. That's that's how they uh, that's how they did it with Warzone. Two. Warzone also, if wow. I remember correctly. Previous games, they used a different word, or they didn't put the title in. You'd think they would be able to redact that if they, they if it was that big of a deal. They can. I don't think the leaks that we've seen are accidental. Oh, I don't. The think qualities so, are great. There's too much detail. There's too much information, and, and and to have Call of Duty immediately after people realized that the TAC V was these pictures, come up with the whole hey, we're bringing guns from Warzone or Modern Warfare Two and a Modern Warfare Three. I don't. I don't know if that was accidental. I think that might be planted. I think Sam. that there's some screwy shit going on with this, and here's why. I, I know Doug said that Activision never confirmed and said that the two-year title and the next year, like so after this year, whatever happens in 23 was you know like a download, you know content that kind of extra content that kind of thing. Yeah. I know he said that they never confirmed that, but man, I, it's just to me, it's just. A lot of it doesn't make a lot of sense, um, you know, for A, for them not to address that when that came out. They never really did. 
Um, and then all of a sudden, now it's a premium title that we're all going to pay $70. But our shit is going to roll over from Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone into Modern Warfare 3. And whatever, you know, this, it'll be the same iteration of Warzone, uh, except for a different map. Crud. Let me pause what we're talking about there, because I want to go back to something we talked about yeah. the playlist that we did not cover. Shame on us. So what I do like about the playlist that they're doing, and I think it's a test, is the you know, I know you didn't like the rotation, but I think they're testing because we're about to get a big map and one of the big a new big map this next year, rumor has it, if you will. But I, I think that one of the big knocks on Warzone One was that we were never able to get a rotation. I think they're testing that. Now I don't know from um, you know, from a technical side, I think you would know more about maybe something like that, uh, mm -hmm. or if there's any truth to that. But I, I think that that's what they're doing. I don't disagree. I, it, it makes sense. Um, you know, other games have rotations. I think that they're experimenting with how they can how they can rotate from one map to another, like fluently. Because I know they've taken maps away and they've, they've put maps in. That's been going on for a long time. Mm -hmm. That's not new. But the idea that they're going to flip flop it like every fifteen minutes—that's that's brand new. And so we that's are a little fast. I, yeah, um, but I think it's to me it's better. It's I'd rather it be every fifteen twenty minutes than be every week. So I don't want to get stuck with friggin' Ashika for. Oh no, um, I'm talking like an hour, <laughs> like every hour. Because if I remember correctly, Apex rotation is about every. It's either every forty five minutes or every hour. If we have any Apex players in here, confirm that. But I'm almost certain it's like every hour. Um, between and they have three, so they've got like five or six maps. They're almost they have almost as big as PUBG, um, yeah. you know. But like they they rotate their map, um, you know, about every forty five minutes. So I think it's hourly sometimes, but it changes which maps it is, and that's great. So yeah. the rumor was, you know, back now back to where we were. The rumor was is that the new map be based on Los Alamos, uh, yes. supposed to be a large functioning map, the same size as maybe a little smaller than Almazra, but that's the rumor. Um, you know, I, I, I it's think it's been a rumor for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think there's supposedly there's Easter eggs in the game, right? You know, that, that lead to that or to the hint as far as like a map that was on either a table or on a wall or something it like was, that. It was on a wall. Yeah. Uh huh. And they've, um, and we have, we have multiple big map, like big, uh, ground war maps in mm -hmm. modern warfare two that are, that we know are set there. And we know a lot of those have iconic, you know, we've seen some iconic set pieces in those maps where, you know, if they're not stitching those things together onto a big map, like, I don't know what they're doing. Well, so, I mean, it's the same way as they stitched the POIs you know, with Rust and, um, you yeah. know, I think they did uh, Shipman, just some of the other things in, uh, and Boneyard and Warzone over there. Um, you know, well, I just mean, that I, they're, they're, just that that. they're continuing the story as well from more you know, wars um, from Modern Warfare 2 to Modern Warfare 3, that we're picking it up and we're moving it, and that this was already a set piece in the first story. It makes sense to come back to it. Sure. So I, I, I think that's I, I think that's one you could put, you know, if you're if you're a betting man, I'm not a betting man. Like, I have terrible luck. But if you were, if you are, and you're going to put a nickel on it, I'd put a nickel to the map, and, and that's what it's going to be. And a rotation, what? you know, and some kind of rotation that's not like, oh, we have to download a new a new map every week, I think is what they're trying to figure out. I think they, they could do that through the cloud somehow. Um, but so the other thing is, the other question is, and I don't, I don't know, maybe that's, that's just a guess. I don't know technically if that's actually possible or not. But the other thing I was going to ask you is, what do you think the odds are that at some point they will port in Verdansk into the zero? zero? You think zero? zero? 
Why do you think that is? Why are they digging their heels in? Everybody wants the map back. I I know a handful of people who don't want it back, you know, but yeah. uh, we all know who they are. But why why do you think that is? I okay, It's not a technical reason in the sense of they can't do it. It's that everything they built can't, like, they, it's not like they can, it's not like you buy a Lego set and you plug it onto your other Lego sets and you have it back, right? It's, they probably have to rebuild every asset. Oh, I'm sure. From the ground up, right? So, like, if it takes them a year or two to build a map, they're going to have to do that again. And they're going to have to recreate all of those assets or at least take, you know, because I, I don't know if you've, if you've looked into the background of how they do this stuff now. It's like, they don't do, they don't build these things three dimensions as, as set pieces anymore. They build models and they photograph them. And that's what they put in the game. Well, and then they also have artists that take care of stuff like foliage, stuffs yeah. on a wall, and, and and things like that too. So like there's yeah. th- there there is a lot that goes into it. I get it. Um, but you know, I I think that 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 I think bringing Verdance back would be good. I but I will say this: it would not play the same as the movement and everything. The current iteration of Warzone. So I I think people are very nostalgic about the map. I think it was a good map. And what I yeah. liked about it compared to what I'm hearing about what, you know, what my thought is on Los Almas is, is, you know, Verdansk had a little bit of everything. And in fact, I mean, if you look at like just the background right now, like for Call of Duty for multiplayer, you see, you know, mountains in the back with snow caps and, mm-hmm. you know, pines in the background and things like that. Like that was really neat how Verd was done. As far as that goes, you had the snow up by the dam and, you know, a little bit of patchy snow. And then you had farmland and stuff like that. I hope that they're able to accomplish something similar with Los Alamos. I think it'd be great. I think that setting, that Eastern European setting was mm-hmm. phenomenal. I think that worked really well for, like, as a set piece because mm-hmm. you can have, you know, the, the urban, you can have more of the conifer forest, you can have the snowy hills and the mountain. And so there's a lot of, and there's and there's a very big visual difference those two areas, but they transition well from one mm-hmm. to the other. It's not like when you look at... Um, I'm going to use Caldera as an example. It's like you're in the jungle and then you're in a city and then, you know, it's, it's in an ocean and there was like, you know, then you're on a volcano. That was just not a very well-designed map. And I think that was part of the zone. That was a small part of it. I think it was a huge part of it. I think, I think it really messed with, I think it really messed with players. And like they rebirth was great for a lot of people. A lot of people liked rebirth, but a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't think did. I think a lot of people liked the BR experience and they, yeah, and it was so difficult to enjoy Caldera that, you know, it, it just turned people off. Well, the, the having the peak right there in the dead center, I think, silly. And I still think with Almazra, it's kind of silly how I, I, they should have even more off-centered the observatory. Like, having that high point in the center, I just don't know. I, I'm not really a big fan. Like, you didn't really have that in Verdansk. You had all the buildings for, you know, downtown and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it wasn't. And then ATD, but everything else was more or less on kind of the same level, if you will. And there was a lot of like, cover. There was a lot of yeah. places to duck into to, to break the line of sight. It wasn't like you were just exposed out in this forever. So in I the think fucking that, I think desert that's... with a TTK that's fucking, you know, a, a, a yeah. flash. So I think, um, I, I think Vanguard did a lot right. I think I would love to see more of it. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to launch Warzone uh, Mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, the one hope that I, I do have for playing Verdansk outside of the mobile experience is if they port that over to um to kick uh, not kick uh, if they port that over to the switch 
that's going to be interesting on how they get that done. And I think maybe we cover that, um, you know, topic on another, um, yeah. on another space. So as far as the rumors go, I, you know, I, I like what I'm hearing about having the classic mini map with the red dots. I like the reload cancel. Mm-hmm. And I also like the idea of Ninja Vina. The one rumor that I really like to hear, and I'm hoping I hear at some point, uh, is that we're going to have improved animation, um, you know, things faster, like everything not being so goddamn slow. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we have that in five. You think so? Well, they've been speeding it up for like three seasons. Well, I mean, I'm season, talking about there, like being able to slide and sh- Like, I want that. I don't know how hard that is. There's a feature in the game for that right now. What? Like, what are you talking about? Like, like there's there's references to that in the game. Certain guns, certain attachments, some of the uh, of the DLC attachments, uh-huh. like on the new guns. Some of the some of the adjustments on those attachments are sliding while shooting. Are you shooting? Yeah, they don't do anything. Not maybe but that's they're not active yet. That interesting. That, you know, so but that's the but that's they're adding reference functionality. So that combined with a lot of the rumors in five is a big big change. Mm-hmm. What it's supposed to be the biggest like multiple people who have um who report on this stuff and they have inside tracks with play session in line with with some of the devs that are more free free to talk about this stuff i mean they've they've said this that season five is where it's turning so i think you know doug sorry to cut you off but you know doug and charlie ain't run anything till after they play it not after they got screwed over by i don't know what happened in that call (laughs) but they got totally screwed over so did joe yeah um, you know, so that's why a lot I'm of people a little hesitant to leave that, but also it's not surprising we're not hearing more specifics for because essentially we're two weeks away from season five. I know. And, you know, they kept, and so that's why, I'm, that's what I'm saying is I think that they're, I think that call was such a flop and such a disaster that I don't, I don't, as far as I know, they didn't have a creator call before season four reloaded. I don't even know if they had I, one before season four. Shit, like a I lot of times these guys have. to be a part of it. Yeah. And so. I, I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of changes here leading up to Modern Warfare 3. Like, we're at the point, and, and so, and actually, I had somebody in my chat, um, uh, I hope he's still here, um, uh, Scott Williams jumped in, and he asked, uh, he actually asked, how far would they be into making the new game? And I think this is a, a good point to address that, where, um, I mean, the images and the leaks that we had last week came from an alpha build, which was probably old. My guess is they have play. They are, they are in the final access right now, and they're trying to figure out. You know, they're they're going to move into a kind of a spit and polish where where they try and tighten everything up as best they can. Pre beta, you know, yeah. So they want to make. I mean, they're they're probably they could probably put what they have now, what they have right now today, what the beta will be. That's interesting. And then they're going to probably go from here and be you know just finalizing assets kind of like all right you know we have placeholders in menus and you know those need to be replaced with icons and so they're designing the icons they're probably finalizing you know what are the launch you know we we, they probably have a battery of guns that they know they're going to release Mm -hmm. probably deciding what's going to be released guns and what are going to we going to push out to see um and so they're kind of at that phase like the but they know they should know by now what the game will be and what they're probably doing is catching up Warzone and, and, and bringing Warzone up to where this game is going to launch at so that the, it's not a jarring change from one to the next. So I'm trying not to be over too optimistic. Now you got me kind of excited about season five, 
But to your point, that kind of had me, you know, within the last few weeks, I'm just kind of starting to feel like we're not going to really see any meaningful change until December, which would be, you know, um, roughly a month after the after the new game came out. So mm-hmm. I, I, based on what you're saying, I, I'm starting to get a little excited, but I, I tend to do that uh, anyway. It's yeah. because, you know, I want don't, don't get don't get over excited because, no, you know, it's Activision. They can still screw things up. Big uh, facts. <laughs> You know, they might have slide canceling. It'll tank your frames when you do it. Um. Oh, I know. I, and, and let me just be perfectly clear here since we've talked about slide canceling a couple. I don't want slide canceling back. I want faster animations. I want to slide and shoot. And I'd like to be able to B-hop. That's it. I don't have to have slide canceling. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, you know, but but back to, you know, just the topic at hand. I, th- I think that there's a lot of promise, um, you know, kind of based on some of the rumors and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that we're hearing and then, you know, what you just said about season five and, you know, the upcoming game. And, you know, I, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that Sledgehammer can get it right because the, their last three titles were not it. Um, yeah. You know, they were severely broken on launch. Uh, yep. So hopefully things will uh, hopefully things will be different. But um, why don't we reset here just a second again? I'm J007TV. Uh, I am streaming over on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash J007TV. Um, the homie Sub1KD is streaming over on Kick. I don't know what the uh, URL is for that. So Kick.com just... kick. slash Sub1KD. Okay. Fantastic, fantastic. And we are the Slightly Above Average Gaming Podcast. This episode two. So we're going to be winding down here uh, just you know, in a, in a little while. But um, do you have anything else on the rumors or shall we move on? You know, you know I want to I want to touch on rumors that, you know, that's coming out. The, the, the sure. red dots and the mini map. This was a huge, huge topic of conversation. I, I don't get why that's the hill to die on. I'm going to be honest because all it does is everybody puts on the suppressor and then there's still no red dots in the mini map. In fact, the last time that I had red dots in the mini map, I got smoked because it was some dude without a suppressor who wanted to be found because he was damn good. Well, <laughs> but I just like, I, I find it's the thing to, to fight over. It's like, we're going to die on that hill. Like that's going to, that's the reason people quit the game. I, I don't think I don't think that's the reason. I think that that's that kind of snowballed uh, a yeah. little bit. I don't into... care. I don't care either way. Like it, yeah. it doesn't bother me. Like I'll use them if they're there. I, I I adapted to not having them for the last couple of years. So yeah, yeah. But no, I, I just, think it's crazy. I the, but the amount of hype on my TL red dots in the mini map are coming back. You know this is gonna save. Um, you know this will save Warzone. What? That alone will not save Warzone and it will not save Cod. <laughs> which I don't know, you know, based on the financials, that really they need saving to be truthful. They seem to be saving themselves quite a yeah. lot of cash. So. Financially, financially. Yeah. But so we've talked before, and I saw you tweeting a little bit about, um, you know, I think it was earlier today, you tweeted about how you used to like to go on the stat tracker websites and oh, yeah. be able to kind of track your progress and things like that. Yeah. Why do you think? That they have not. I have a theory as to why, but I want to know what you think. Why do you think that the API has? Not, here we are. What July, damn near August, and Seven, we still don't have an API for these sites to be able to. Use. Why um, do you think that is? I have two possible reasons. One, they are one. They don't want anyone to know what their stats, are. and and that's. I think that's the majority opinion on Twitter, and I think it's wrong. That's crazy. I think I think they broke it at launch. Because I think they changed they, the UI? Mm-hmm. I think they... And, and, and I, I had somebody push back on me on this, and I, and, and, but I want you to think about this, right? When you kill somebody in a game, 
Mm-hmm. How do you record that? It should be one kill. Right? You put it in a little graph, right, on uh, in a yeah. database. Kill. Yeah. One. Okay? What happens if you get a kill and you quit the game? It's still one one kill in the game. What happens if the weapon challenge is specific that the game has to be completed? I don't know. What happens if the calling card chart, uh, calling card challenge doesn't care, which, right. is, which is the case, right? There are different things tracked differently, right? So the same kill actually, I believe, counted and tracked in multiple places, all right? And, it's, and for multiple reasons with different, with different hooks, right? Was it a headshot kill? Well, there's a kill headshot, right? Was it a kill in a game that didn't finish? Well, then it doesn't count for, for certain things. So I think there's a lot that goes into the stats. And I think when they were screwing around with the UI, they were trying to quickly change it from the beta to launch. I think they broke how those things get recorded. And it's one of those holes that has been digging itself so deep that if you like half the time, kills don't count, but your your deaths do. I mean, there's a whole section where, yeah. like, you know, anybody who's looked at the rebirth stats, you're shocked. There's whole whole games where kills didn't count at all, but all your deaths counted. So you were like a, you know, like Fucking a negative oh, KD, six, bro. <laughs> Even though you know you might have had, yeah, fun, right, and yeah, so, it, it's crazy how that how that has how they've let that actually go. Like it, I've never played a shooter, a first person that didn't have a function quote combat record. And you know, yeah. Battlefield did the same shit. Like they launched without one, which is crazy to me because. Listen, people who say that your KD doesn't matter are full of shit. The only two people that say that are people with like a 5 KD, straight slayers, and then straight bots who get shit on all. Everybody else cares. And most and, if, and most of those bots care deep down. They just don't want to talk about it. Yeah, no, they don't want to talk about it. I and, know, because I was one. Yeah. Hence my username. Well, yeah, it, 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 it does matter because at the end of the day, nobody wants to hop on and play a game. Why do we play shit? we want to hop on and shoot other people. And anybody who says they're okay being shot and knocked down more than they shoot and knock down other people is full of shit. Yep. I will die on that fucking hill. Like, that, no way. Like I said, I think only right. players and bots care, don't care. I think you're right. But, you know, so I think, I, think the, uh, I think the API, they have never turned it on, and they've never updated their existing stats, and they've never had, um, like, they've never done any of these things. They have tools, right? Like one of the things that came out was maybe they they're not monetizing the stats. Well, that's easy. You just you, you privatize the API, but you let your existing app use it, right? You control the stats. They don't yeah. do that, right? They don't, no, it's it, it exists nowhere except in the game. And you go in the game, and it's chalked in the game. And every time they update a major update, it seems like something else gets chalked. And I think the reason why is in the back end. They had a lot of hooks. They had a lot of different ways that, that, that they were tracking everything. It was very complicated. Mm-hmm. And they quickly changed the UI, and they broke it, and either they didn't notice it in time, or they ran out of time to get, to get that fixed, and they felt like fixing some important gameplay feature or a crash or something outweighed fixing the stats early on, and then they never got back to it. And by the time they went back to fix it, we were way, you know, you know we were weeks into the game and people had hundreds and hundreds of kills thousands of thousands of yeah well, maybe hundreds of wins i don't know um well, but from yeah. my point of view i think that's where i think that's what happened is it, it, we they broke early they never got fixed it and now they're so far behind and things are so tangled up they're like just it's gonna up. it's gonna be a clean somehow they're, they're like i can see them coming out with an api at the launch of warzone modern warfare 3 mm-hmm. saying modern warfare 3 stats right starts there 
And but how do they fix Warzone? They, they take it and they say, historic Warzone stats, right? And they make it, you know, its own thing. And then you start up fresh. Apex and, does it by season. And that, and you know what? I think that's great. I think they should do it by seasons. I, I think I think for a lot of players who do, who are, I think a lot of players who had started out for have gotten better, you know, yeah. get frustrated because they, you know, the, the, their KD can be so mired in poor performance early on that getting out of that hole seems much more difficult versus if you went season by season, right? You could see oh, you could yeah. chart your you improvement. Really track your progress. It, dude, it took me a year. Like I said last time, it took me a year to just get even uh, in the first war zone. But I have another theory, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's out. something to it. Maybe there's something there isn't. But, you know, back in Warzone 1, when all these streamers were out dropping world record kills and, you know, 40 bombs and this and that, what was the one thing that was kind of tainting it was the stat tracker websites because we were able to go in and look uh, until they changed the API where things weren't public. But we were able to go in and look and see what the average KD of the lobby was. Yep, absolutely. And that under and that was a big undercutting for a lot of the, the bragging rights, right? Yeah, great. You, you, you got 40 kills and the average KD of the, of the lobby was 0.3. So congratulations. You killed grandpa with no thumbs. Yeah. Um, you know, or me. Thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, depending uh, on the day <laughs> exactly so i think there's a you know it's a valid point um, but i i think it falls i think that falls a little short because if you consider that warzone 2 seems to have been or modern warfare 2 seems to have been made for the casual player um i think letting them know that the 40 bomb was in grandpa's grandpa's lo- you know, lobby, and you shouldn't feel bad for not being able to drop that in your one KD lobbies. Uh, my, you, know, you know, I don't know. But, so, here's my thought on that, because we all know people claim that the game is made up of, you know, the majority is casuals, right? So, if that's truly the case, and this is actually going to lead me to my segue here on, on our mm-hmm. final topic, but if that's truly the case, right, so they're so goddamn worried about the demons with the slide canceling and being able to track and everything else. They're so worried about that, right? Yep. But if, if if the game is majority a casual, you're not really ending up in those lobbies with those demons that much anymore because the majority of your lobby is going to be people around the same skill level as you. Casual. It should be. You know, so so that's why, to me, it's silly like to not want like advanced movement and everything else. That just comes down to basically you don't want to take the time to get better at the game. Um, you know, so you can't be good. You don't want anybody else to be good at it. either. But it, it, in any case, as far as those stat tracker websites, I think also the other thing was you can't have your COD partner having that kind of thing, like hanging over them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not a good look for Call of Duty. Well, do they have any COD? Is that program still in existence? Well, I mean, they did it. I, I don't know if I'd call them COD partners, but they have people that, you know, they invite to next promote and stuff like that. I mean, I, well, I, I would almost think there there were COD partners. I'm not sure. I mean, there were. They had creator, there were creator codes, and they had like there yeah. was they were very involved. But I think the I I don't you know I I can see the logic there. I don't know if it's gonna mash up, but I think I don't know. I, I don't know if they're catering to those guys as much as making those guys cater to. Them. I, I I don't know if, if they bend that way. If that makes sense. Well, you know, and my guy uh, Fly Guy makes a pretty valid. If, if if I VPN, right, and I get in lobbies, like they mm-hmm. say that's like a 0.5 average KD, 
I'm still not going to get as many kills as, say, Joe Woe would in that same lobby. I'm not dropping 40. He's dropping 40 or, like, you know right. what I mean? Like, yep. because mechanically, he's just simply better than, and you know what? It's okay. That's okay. Oh, no, 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 no. He's got to be cheating because he's better than me. Yeah, That's I don't think works, everybody's right? cheating. I, I think that there are cheaters, and I think maybe we cover <laughs> the uh, anti-cheat uh, without, um, so we don't get bogged down there. But, yeah. So the the final topic is is let's talk about these monthly and daily active because I know that's why yeah. we all tuned in, right? Yeah. That's, so that's, save the best for last. That's how we get you all hooked. Yeah. If you sit here so, for two hours. So Q two basically shows that there were ninety two million daily active users, which mm -hmm. is a six million active user drop from Q one twenty twenty. I I don't know that that's that the only reason for that is just simply because it's just part of the COD cycle. Um, I never really started playing it, paying that much attention monthly or daily active users. Uh, I think it's become a lot more relevant, too, because, you know, the Microsoft acquisition uh, of Activision. But, uh, you know, I mean, that that is a significant drop, but I don't think it's real because it doesn't really correlate with how much money they're making that we covered earlier in the call. And I think one thing that comes up a lot when we, when we get into this is how much mobile accounts for that. And I think that we need to, I looked at these numbers. And so I think, I think when you go back historically, all the way back to when COD mobile about, 20, you know, around the time Warzone came out, COD mobile and outside of that immediate lockdown period in time mm -hmm. where every, where numbers, nothing held relevance in the world existed in an alternate timeline. Um, the, Mobile gaming has 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 been about fifty percent of 51. revenue, give or take fifty fifty percent, give or take of revenue and of users for Activate, mm -hmm. and it has been very consistent. So I think you know, so I, I I see a lot of like, oh well, it's all just mobile as like a knock on Warzone two or a knock on the current state of affairs, but the reality is it's it's stable. So you just kind of take those numbers, cut them in half, and that's how many users are logging in at some point in the month or the day. But the surprising thing about that is, as far as that breakdown, because it is, it's, mm -hmm. it's around 51% mobile. And yep. when we've had conversations with certain people that we all know on Twitter um, that want to talk about the health of the game, you know, and they, they, you know, cite the MAUs, you know, now we know specifics only really because of the FTC trial, yep. I think, and the CMA. But now that we know specifics of the breakdown, so... 51% are on mobile. Uh, mm -hmm. And then, but the surprising thing about this is, is that it's second is PC at 25% of the daily users. Yeah. With uh, PlayStation coming in at 16% and Xbox coming in at 8%. I would have thought that the console numbers would be higher, but it also makes sense too, because I mean, even look at like the CDL, they've shifted from console over to PC. Everybody's wanting more optimized games, like better optimized mm -hmm. games. So that makes sense. And and also, I mean, frankly, if you want to talk about console versus PC, and I'm not a PC master racer by any means, okay? I, I'd play console, like I said last time, gladly if I had to. But the difference is, is having the ability and more choice of games compared well, I, to being on the console. You know, the judge said this during the trial, is that PCs are more available now because of the pandemic. Yeah, people had to have a PC that could handle live streaming. It had yep. to have a PC that could handle Zoom responsible without you know stuttering and looking bad. It had to be able to handle you know a laptop that you could take home that could do everything. So yeah. I think the number of computers in the household 
that can handle a game like this, even if it's not like, you know, 400 frames, but can handle it is, is, is higher than it was pre pandemic or at the start of the, you know, in Warzone one. And you factor that in with the, um, the, the biggest growth of console sales was the first half of 2020. And you had so many people stuck at home. They had nothing to do. They would get a console. They would play in their, in their downtime because they had nothing else. And you have these two factors where more PCs are existing. The game is super popular. Um, a lot of you people couldn't get consoles for a while too. Not the yeah, ones. you know, but you could get you could get your hands on older one, right? You could get you could yeah, still an get old the, one, uh, yeah. And Microsoft did a great job with the Series S because that could play it at the higher level. So you that thing was selling like hotcakes. It was um, the only one you could find. So that I yep. wanted the X, but all I could find was the S. And then they bundled it with a one terabyte SSD or 500 gigabytes, something like that. So yeah. it, it actually equaled the same as what you would get. You just weren't getting the hertz or the frames with it as you were mm-hmm. on the uh, Series X. But the other thing is, though, too, is so if 25% of the monthly and daily active UEC, there is no way in hell that twenty five all 25% sweats. No shot. No. Well, it's, but, but this is what I was going to say. Like, when you, when you go back, so my... Uh, Activision has released breakdowns like before. Mm-hmm. There's at least two specific breakdowns, and I can't remember. I, I tried to look for them, I ran out of time. I can't remember if it's if it was J God and Warzone um, Warzone ranked or Warzone stats that got together. I think it was Warzone stats that got together and de- delved into their data to get these numbers for us. Is that what you tweeted me earlier? That's what I tweeted you earlier. Um, when you brought brought that up because I tweeted yeah. about this. Okay. Yes. So I think. And so, or or the numbers came from Activision. I, I, somebody will hopefully in the chat or on Twitter will will correct me on and point me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But back in twenty late twenty twenty, the numbers were uh, for for just war, you know, for Warzone and Call of Duty. The numbers were um, it was seventy percent console, and that seventy percent was split sixty forty PlayStation and Xbox, and then thirty percent on right partway through Caldera, right last year. I think early last year, the PCs had grown to 40%, but the split between Xbox and, and, and PlayStation were the same. And now they've reached 50%. So that tells us, and you look at the monthly after, active use, what it tells us is kind of twofold. One, console players, the pandemic players, are have finally all started dropping off because the we're console all going to work, are, man. We're all going to work, right? Yeah. So those numbers are dropping off. The second one is that more people have access to better PCs and can play on them. And they've learned that PCs have advantage over consoles. And so... For Field of View, for Warzone 1, for sure. That was That's a huge one. That, that was a huge one. Um, but also, um, there's, 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 there's multiple advantages when Activision doesn't tank your frames for you. Um, and so there's, I think, a combination of the ultra-casuals who just hopped in to play during the pandemic are moving on. They're not playing as much, if at all. You have the one, you have the PC players who are, um, or, or you have the 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 players that are getting more hardcore that are moving from console to PC because now they have a better PC that can play it available because of work because they had to work from home because they had to do all, they had to make that investment or the company bought it for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's I think the hardware is more available. And on top of that, the manufacturing pipeline have cleared up, and so you can get the stuff to build a PC. Oh yeah, I right? can't I wait. Mean, I'm I'm waiting to. I, I got a nice one that uh, my buddy Jigsy built for me on Micro Center. I can't wait to build yeah. it. I, uh, obviously, I got to sell some more shit, but uh, to, be, <laughs> to be able to you do got, it, you're you're out you're out of you're out of uh, kidneys, right? 
So yeah, yeah. no kidding, no kidding. <laughs> well, I you know to get this PC, I had to sell PMF SAS rifle that's built on the uh, M4 platform, AR15 platform, mm-hmm. and this thing had a bipod on it, had adjustable. Uh, stock and had a sniper grip on it and it shot a 308 and I, I ended up selling it to a buddy so I could buy this PC partially because I was just at a point where I was fed up not having an FOV. Um, I understand. You know, so that that was why I switched. But as far as like the daily and monthly active, I don't know about you, but I've never seen a poll or any kind of survey that's come out that asked me whether, you know, casual, hardcore, whatever the hell, or anything like that. And I think that I don't even know if Activision knows that, but if anybody's going to know what the vast majority is, if you will, um, it's going to be Activision. And anybody else saying that they do know what it is is full of shit. Yeah, they are. And I think the thing that we have to keep in mind is that Activision has this has more data than we could possibly understand. Like we, Or, or they have no data, one of the two. I, I haven't well, they've got to know it. how much time you spend <laughs> on the game. I mean, if they're going to invest in engagement, optimized matchmaking, they know how much time you're spending on the game. And I yeah, think that that determines whether, you know, it, it, it's time and mindset, right, that determines whether you're casual, hardcore, whatever. Yeah. You know? So, anyway, I just, I, you know, I wanted to, to gloss over that, if you will. What else mm-hmm. did, did anything else stick out to you based on the DAU, the MAU? I mean, it it we kind of had those numbers early because of the the court case. So we had some of the breakdowns, the numbers when you apply them to to work uh, to the Activision quarterly earnings. You know, it makes sense. We probably had some more console drop off. Everybody, you know, uh, people are switching to PC, um, which Microsoft wins when they do. Yeah, they do because this this game don't run on Mac. Well, um, yeah. Think about the operating system. So either way, it's they're still going to beat. They're still going to win. They're going to eventually beat Sony. Yeah, but you know, I think when you when you when you really look at it, the game is healthier than I think a lot of people, especially on Twitter, give it credit for. Yeah, I I, I used to think that it was dying too. Um, I I know that a, a, there's a large portion of people who don't like the. There's people that you know desperately want this game to be liked and good because. If it goes back to any kind of iteration of what Call of Duty has been in the past, they're trouble. Um, you know, but I think that I, I think that there are still people playing the game. The MTX mm-hmm. numbers they don't lie. Um, you know, there and and so I, I don't know. You know, maybe Call of Duty is actually listening. Um, you know, the 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 player base when it comes to making these changes moving forward, or at least a port part of the player base. Yeah, I think they look at. I think they might have spent a lot of time in their data trying to build a data-based game, and I think this is something that I've I've, I've dealt with before in others where the data says, right? Oh shoot, even building guns, right? The data says yeah. this is the best gun, and I've I've had this fight with my squad a lot where I say, why are you running that gun? It's it's not as good as this one. Try this one. I don't want to because they like feel of what they have. Even it's though comfort. on paper, right, even though on paper, it's not going to do as well. And toe-to-toe, I can beat them one-to-one with my build over their build because I practice with it. They still find success with their build because they understand it. They're, they're familiar with it. They're comfortable with it. They're not second-guessing themselves. And right. so there's a lot to be said for balancing um, the data aspect with the real, um, you know, the real world hands-on feel. And I think that they listened to the data too much mm-hmm. going into Warzone 2. And now they are balancing that now. And, you know, I, 
and I think that hopefully by the end of this game's one year life you know life cycle, we'll be at a spot where people are, are happier and more excited to play it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I you know I said earlier, I'm having fun playing it. Um, I would prefer a better playlist selection, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's obviously important, um, you know. So, so yeah, it's 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 interesting. I I think that we've got a very interesting next probably four months. Um, you know, as more info comes out about you know. Oh, there's the another season game. coming. Did you know that? Yeah. There's six. They're doing six seasons. Are you kidding? Not me? five. Yeah, they they one of the releases they they mentioned in the coming season. Okay. Well, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So so this season, if this season felt like a sprint, the next two are the same. Okay. I, that's, you know what? That's, that's fine by me. Yeah. So we'll be back. We'll be back to, you know, hopefully a shorter, more aggressive season. This has been sub one kitty along with J 007 TV and the slightly above average gaming podcast. We're logging off now. So we'll see you next time.